Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must-listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. I'm gonna find my inner black flame. I'm gonna find my inner black flame. I'm gonna find my inner black flame. Yes, I'm gonna find my inner black flame. Welcome to the last podcast on the left, everybody. That's Marcus Flame. Oh, I'll gain strength from that inner black flame. Yes, I'll gain strength from that inner black flame. I will grow through my inner black flame. Was there any is there any other thing to the verses? Uh, no, it's just repeating. It's Satan, yes, Satan created, created my inner black flame. flame. Yes, and Satan created. It's going to yeah. rise and shine as I follow in the footsteps of my God. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, was uh, Satan's favorite country and western band, the Fat Boys <laughs> and the Jersey Blues. That was very nice, guys. We found this great website of satanic hymns and prayers. <laughs> I mean, they didn't seem that creative, considering Satan also created Jimi Hendrix and a bunch of other great metal bands and every single influential sound that we've heard since the 1960s. I, just, I would say they've fallen off a little bit with their poetry. But I will say that whoever put together this website, I'm trying to see who was the name of the person who put together uh, this it's website. It's uh, copyright to. 2007, Marie Ravensoul. Marie Ravensoul. Is Ravensoul her well. maiden name, or her birth name, or was that just something she thought of in the mirror? I think looking she sad? thought of something in the mirror. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So it's oh, it's updated. Yes. Uh, oh, it's just the beginning. This website is under construction. New changes are taking place, and so pages will be included when new content is added to them. You can contact her at ravensoul15 at hotmail.com. Satanic blessings, Marie Ravensoul. You can also find her at OKCupid at Ravensoul. <laughs> and I'm sure she's a gorgeous woman. This is part two of our special on satanic ritual abuse. All right. So uh, obviously in the last episode, we got Marcus's side got of the story. pretty academic. Very Absolutely. academic. People that, liked it, though. Absolutely. They loved it. Of course. Yeah. We do our research on this podcast. Yeah, you were right. We do not skimp on the listener. 
Absolutely. We want not. you to know as much as we do so that you can also ruin your personal relationships <laughs> with your knowledge of the occult. And we want to say we just got the numbers back from uh, the episodes. Everything is climbing great. We have uh, a huge multitude of listeners. I and, do uh, want to say. It was wonderful. So thank you guys so much for listening and uh, continue to spread the word of Satan and of the last podcast on the left because we are here for you. Because, again, the, what happened with the with the SRA abuse cases, I'm going to say SRA because it makes me feel like Russ Dizdar, true knight of, of <laughs> of of uh, the Lord, mm-hmm. um, but I want to say that uh, that Satanism's gotten a bad rap. Right. You know, it's yeah. about being cool. It's about being fun. It's about listening to rock and roll music. It's about you know wearing tight pants and walking around and kissing dudes and girls. Sure. You know, hanging out. <laughs> Satanists also tend to have about an inch of rubber on the bottom of their feet. They love a nice soul. They love a good high heel. Um, so Henry, let's get right into your version. Of satanic well, ritual first we're abuse. Gonna, we're going to fully wrap up Marcus's version of the quote-unquote truth that he says <laughs> is how it actually went down. So again, just just remember what he says. This is the government's version of this story. Of course, of course. And what we left off on last time was multiple personality disorder, <laughs> uh, which was something that was popularized in the United States through the publication of a book called Sybil in 1976. It's a great book, actually. Even better movie. A lot of tits in it. <laughs> it was a TV Sybil. movie as well. That was was there no thing. tits in it? No, there's no tits in it. it was mm, I just put them in there. <laughs> is that a, is that a uh, C in Sybil or an S? S. An S in an Sybil. S. It was about a woman who developed 16 distinct personalities after being raped and tortured by her mentally ill mother. Mm-hmm. And that is what a lot of people say multiple personality disorder comes from. Usually it's childhood sexual abuse. People will create different personalities in order to deal with each separate uh, abuse incident. Uh, and But the thing is, is that before Sybil came out, uh, and there were in 1970, there were fewer than 200 worldwide cases of multiple personality disorder with Absolutely. only a handful in the U.S. By 1984, there were a thousand multiple personality disorders uh, cases being reported in the United States I alone think about how much year. more interesting you are mm-hmm. if you tell someone you have 15 personalities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It explains I mean, that's all the, the weird shit that you well, do. Well, then what personality is this one? This is the one that brags about the 15. That's my current personality. I do think uh, if I could write the ending for girls, this is what I wanted to be. <laughs> Lena Dunham shirtless, looking in the mirror. We find out she had no friends. She had no friends. Were, she was all of her friends. Sex in the yeah. City could have ended a similar way as well. And here's another interesting. Also realize that Lena Dunham and I have the same body. I showed yeah. uh, Henry Zabrowski the. I've seen both of you breasts. naked, and I agree. Mm-hmm. The glorious breasts of Lena Dunham the other day, and you were shell shocked by the fact that your breasts should have a SAG card for acting in that. Gr- uh, we have the same joke. nipples. <laughs> the exact same nipples. Yeah, you as do. Lena Dunham from you girls. do. Yeah, and the same. Per- Perfect vagina. <laughs> here's the uh, here's the satanic connection to multiple personality disorder. A large percentage of patients come from fundamentalist Christian families, mostly Pentecostals, uh, and Pentecostals tended to integrate devil possession with multiple personality well, with any disorder. Any sort of psychological disorder, anything anything that yes. involves, especially you know, like women being hysterical, especially anything involving females and 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 psychological problems, they always put the devil like in there. Because mm-hmm. God forbid, you know, our perfect pure young daughter would like 
want to be a lesbian or like want to like pierce her nose. Mm-hmm. You know, she must have the devil inside of her, and, and she does. And a lot, oh, she does. And it's she also, do. Devil. She do. It's also stressed as a science. I remember, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of people who think like possessions and things. When the person is just bipolar, has a real medical condition, they're like, "Well, it's the devil." I got kicked out of uh, of uh, Sunday school in third grade for not being able to speak in tongues because I have one personality and the other one is not a demon. <laughs> and again, so they stress these things. We see this as well. We're, what you're going to see a lot in this podcast is what actually happened with the MK Ultra program, the training program, which we speaked about in previous episodes, which is real. The fracturing of our personality in order to create perfect spy people mm-hmm. is th- is this same exact thing. Is that using trauma, you can crack open a person's personality and hide things in there. And there is a lot of people who believe, um, I mean, the truth of the matter, mm-hmm. which is that Satanists were, were sort of at this time, like, again, maligned. By our government, but they were using the cruel treatment that our government used <laughs> towards actual people in America in order to create super spies against innocent people under Satan's name. Praise Satan. I can't believe someone would do that to him. Praise Satan, <laughs> Praise indeed, Satan. Henry. Good point. Good point. I guess uh, yeah. it'll explain where you lost your keys. Oh, that's in my third personality. <laughs> what an you idiot. Know, and I think we have uh, we have definitely uh, covered in a past episode, a previous Satan episode, of a woman who was bouncing back and forth between exorcism and uh, actual therapy. And you know, she died. Remember, she, yeah, it was that. Well, there was a woman who, uh, remember, she went to uh, one of those conferences that was held in a hotel room. And she was like, you know, I really believe that this, you know, he's bringing Satan out of me. And they're like, how many times have you been? She's like, I've been 13 times. And how much time? Oh, yeah, how much does right. it cost? She's like, it costs $500 each time. Oh, yeah, it's a total scam. Yeah. So the man bringing Satan out of her was the scam artist in this situation. Exactly. And it was the same episode that we did the uh, the the three hot sixteen year old girls. Yep. Yes, the uh, demon fighting episode, oh. also featuring Russ Dizdar, who's making an appearance in this episode as well. <laughs> Dizdar is all over this podcast. Uh, um, and another, okay, fa- a more famous and more shoddy version of what happened with the multi personality, like like that whole uh, phenomena, was Jenny Hill, mm-hmm. who wrote uh, her book uh, Twenty Two Faces, which is about her uh, being strapped to a cross as a child and being raped, and basically sort of believing that she had 22 different personalities and that's uh, she was the one who experienced the burning in my rectum. She had the burning in the rectum. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because there was some sort of burning yeah because that's well, just thinking, I don't know what they were doing to me down there but oh you know it sure hurt like a darn. It hurt like <laughs> a know, darn. Which is to me it's like if you were raped mm-hmm. by a satanic priest funded by our government would you say it hurt like a darn? Would you <laughs> be like good... oh you know oh well you know he just he put a he put a gut bone inside of me. She's a good <laughs> oh, Christian woman. Oh, you know, like a heck of a darn. Heck of a darn, indeed. <laughs> when he cut my nipples off. Yeah. Hey, cut my nipples off. How, what did it feel Get like? Cut my nipples off. It hurt like a darn. It hurt like a darn. That's why Jamaican. Yeah, again, I can't do it. It all goes to Jamaican always. <laughs> yeah, I could not believe the Satan took my coconut. <laughs> all right. Well, that's just going down a road that we're not allowed to go down. Um, all right. So, Henry, let's uh, get your ideas here. So we have the, we've got the government angle. What do you think satanic ritual abuse is all about? Well, let's get back in the way, way back machine. Yes. You know, really really the way back machine. And go to Hitler's cook. Germany. Oh, wow. Okay. As normal. Now, again, we were talking about with the MK Ultra program. Can this be uh, like Quantum Leap? Can I be ago. his wife? 
<laughs> yeah, you want to yeah. jump into his wife? Yeah, she was a phot- wonderful photographer. We did we, to- we, we oh, talk? Oh, there's this. some. No, we we haven't talked about. Uh, uh, I don't think we've talked about uh, Hitler's voice yet. Yeah, Hitler's secret uh, life. Hitler's yeah, private he, life. Yeah, Hitler's private. Uh, yeah, it's we'll, a- we'll do a whole episode about Hitler because he's fun. Yeah, um, <laughs> misunderstood. I think, I think he was relatively understood. Yeah, That's think, one uh, thing about Hitler we do know. He was understood. A lot of documentation on him. Not enough on, you know, like Adrian Brody. I'll tell you this, Jenny Hillgirl, now that I think about it, if it was a different time, she could be, uh, you know, like Satanist Jim Carrey. You know, she's just full of 22 faces, quite a you bit. Know, have you put together a character reel for SNL? Oh, you You're, should be on Saturday Night Live. I mean, I will say all of your faces do look like there's a burning in your rectum. So <laughs> if you could just, like, settle that down this a touch. This is Ann Coulter at, uh, working as a cashier at a, at a grocery store. As if there's a burning in her <laughs> rectum. There's a burning in my <laughs> rectum. You wanted tomatoes? Uh, oh, it hurt like a darn. All right. Well, well going to be every yogurt, yeah, hurt like that's... a darn is going to be the big new SNL catchphrase. Yeah, uh, um, and her uh, but her therapist did say uh, that uh, this is a direct quote. Boy, if this was not real with her, she deserves seventeen Academy Awards. Seventeen, <laughs> you love me, you really love me. I'm sure you rate me, and it hurt like a darn. You know, Meryl <laughs> Streep reads who like she has a Google alert for Academy Awards every time it pops up. When mm. she saw that, she's like. Why can't they say that about me? <laughs> intriguing. Intriguing. Well, I'm sorry, Meryl. You don't currently have a uh, burning in your rectum. Well, why doesn't someone just strap me to a cross and rape me then? I'll do it. <laughs> no, not you. Um, so it begins with Hitler. Now, this is modern-day mm-hmm. Satanist uh, activity. Now, look, well, let's say, you know, Satan or Lord and Master has been here since the very beginning. The light bringer, the, the giver of the secret knowledge as the snake. If you reverse the whole thing, snake's just hanging out in the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. seeing two naked people not fucking. Sure. <laughs> and he's Something's just like, there. how do I get these people to start fucking? You I'm know, you. He was the hitch. Of the Garden of Eden. Yes. Yeah. Right? He's a good he, wingman. Yeah. And he goes in there and he's just helping them fuck. Because he knows it's like there's a party in your pants. You don't need to spend all day avoiding the apple tree. Mm-hmm. You know, we could just fuck each other. Yeah. Get on in there, yeah. Um, but let's say his message was perverted later on. There, There's a lot of belief, you know. Hitler did have a have a pretty uh, a, a keen obsession with the occult. Oh, yeah. Um, which I understand. I mean, it's easy, easy to get into. You're under a lot of stress. Sure. You know, you've started a multinational war, you little, know. And, and you little needed... do people know the Nazis actually had Google. Yeah, yeah they, they really did. did. He was the first <laughs> yeah, one with the internet. it was G-U-umlaut, G-E-L. Yeah. Google. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes. And what it was, it was a Jew strapped to a to a board that would tell him anything that he wanted <laughs> he to He had know. a lot of information, though, to be fair. <laughs> he, had, he, was, he was a Wikipedia So page. Google tell me how many ounces are in a quart. Fourteen! <laughs> Interesting. But maybe it is fourteen. I'm not sure, but, you know, you ew, can... Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> oh, that was fourteen. Okay. <laughs> Google. <laughs> um, well, w- what is true w- began as a, a long time. So there's a lot of belief that Hitler may be a part of, a, as we see again, a current train of thought, and a, that that what the New World Order is, or Satanist uh, Satanist organizations, mm. or reptilians. What they want is is to lower the human population in order to make us easier to control, and also that lowering the population, the murder, the said murder, and sex rituals involved in it will help create the magic needed in order to open the portal to let Satan's armies in to create chaos over the entire galaxy. Because mm-hmm. it gets it's bigger than just us. 
Oh, we're so talking about the Milky of, Way. If you're part of the New World Order, you would you would be happy with the uh, with the gay movement, with the gay cause. I oh, mean, it would definitely. it works better for yeah, uh, what you need. You got men marrying men. That's next mm-hmm. thing you know, it's like I'm going to be able to marry this chair. You know, next thing you know, I'm kissing a goat. So the NWA is <laughs> very liberal movement, and they're not happy with They're our Supreme Court liberal, right and now. that's the problem. Okay. They're so liberal, they just want chaos everywhere. They want mm. men wearing pants and shirts. And, and <laughs> men that's wearing insane. gloves and shoes. That's insane. I'm with <laughs> that's you. What that's they nuts. want. Yeah, gloves and shoes. That can't keep you warm. And what are your feet doing? But there's a lot of people. So, the, the, you know, again, you know, that magic, uh, magic ritual is heavily powered by, by sexuality and violence. Mm. Because the spilling of blood, the shooting of blood, as if the shooting of the arc of a line of semen. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Which we'll get into that later. Yes. yes. Um, and he, they that began a program. They will also get you an A in an art class. There was a fellow I went to school with who took a picture of semen coming out of his cock just right after he jacked off. I went to the uh, exhibit, and he did get an A, and uh, I didn't fully get it. <laughs> it was definitely – I was just like, yeah, Eric, you, you definitely uh, came, and then you took a picture of that. Everyone's drinking milk. Yeah, and we're like, this is brilliant. Like, oh, this is right. really good. It's pornography. It is pornography. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. There yeah. was no face uh, that it was the semen was hitting. It was just hitting the floor. So maybe It's a that, cum fountain. Yeah, yeah, it's a cum fountain. <laughs> anyway, so we have blood streaming like semen. But they, they began a like program. Like a Metallica c- album cover. Where it began, <laughs> yeah, exactly. where the actual truth began, mm-hmm. was in 1939, they created this program called Liebensborn, mm-hmm. right? And, th- and it's totally true. Uh, they created a program which was to use extramarital affairs, basically single women that were in Germany that were big-titted, wide-hipped, perfectly blonde women, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That they would line up to be fucked by SS officers, the biggest, strongest FS officers, like your grandfather. Indeed. And that they <laughs> They were trying to make perfect children, yeah, and, and, and part of it, and not a, perfect grandchildren. No, 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 no. Yeah, far from the tree you are. Yeah. At the same time, <laughs> give you blue eyes, blonde hair, you'd be an amazing enforcer. You had a nice Yoda moment there. Far from the tree you are. Far well, from the tree you are. <laughs> Indeed, um, I am. And so. The, the, where, where that began, uh, I guess innocently enough, they would give medals to women that made big, strong German children. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, of course, you know, in, or, in order to, you know, further the Nazi regime. And then there's also beliefs that these these women were started there were being used in unholy, uh, like, ceremonies with SS officers how many in women, order to create Satan babies. How many women do you think were involved in this program? Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. That's the truth. That okay. is true. Well, uh, the, in 1939, membership stood at 8,000, of which 3,500 were SS leaders. Yeah, so they were yeah. the 3,500 dudes to 5,500 5, men to bang, banging ass. Okay, so everybody's thirty five hundred women and fifty five hundred. Uh, it was uh, it was eight thousand women. Oh, so or, yeah, yeah, yeah. fifty five hundred women, thirty five hundred men. Oh, okay. yes, just banging ass. I like those numbers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's like Florida State. Mm-hmm. Florida State, Florida State, Florida State. Woo! All right, that's what we did. We had our own gonorrhea. <laughs> no, Florida <laughs> State. Had, is- so the so they would so we're that's where it started, and eventually, like they're like, oh, we keep making tiny babies. We're not making strong enough babies, so they would go and look for big, strong, blonde, blue-eyed babies mm-hmm. in Poland, in Austria, in, like wherever they could find them. They would go through and they would steal these babies, put them into these programs where they would start beginning what was the very big be- the the beginnings of the MK Ultra mm-hmm. training, which was you know using psychological and physical 
psychological torture in order to create fractured personalities that they would then use for their own means. Now, this is this idea where at some point Hitler was so obsessed with with this idea of bringing Satan to the world mm-hmm. that all of this like went underground. They shut down the program, but it kept going. And when Oper- Operation Paperclip happened in the 1950s, after we or we spanked the the and Operation fucking, Paperclip is the MK Ultra project. Yes. We brought them yeah, over. Operation Paperclip is bringing the Nazis to America to do science for us. And you, know, you could say that this means that, like, the whole, the, everything's like. It, this is. I find this really interesting because you see the same story in three different conspiracy theories, right? You have the reptilian agenda, which uses this theory as well. That this 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 idea of creating strains of 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 DNA that are super superior strong, bloodlines, superior bloodlines, right? Also, MK Ultra, which is real, so which came from Nazi science, it's mm-hmm. entirely real. And the idea that the, the Satanist organizations are using the same exact training techniques that MK Ultra was doing, also somehow aligned with reptilians. So it's like it's either it's all real or like it's all fake, and there's no way that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not insane. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. So Satanist. Uh-huh. MK Ultra and the reptilian agenda all intertwine into one sort of bizarre DNA strain. But it's strength. more like they just don't know who to call the villain. And I understand why you want to call people wearing black and shaved heads and black goatees and pentagrams. You want to say they're evil and not groovy, and that's just because you're a fucking nerd working for the government. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? You can't understand. He's cool. You know? His name's yeah. Henry. He's out there zigzagging around. Oh, yeah. His, no, his, his name, his name yeah. is oh, Henry? Oh, yeah. He's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I think you just <laughs> described the... Uh, Bad guy from the Matrix, um, <laughs> yes. and I don't think yes. he looked anything like you but, there. But it's true. The, the, there so was they a woman, say, I was on the subway today with Henry, and I'll tell you, he gets some funny looks from girls. Uh, Jenny Hill <laughs> might have twenty-two faces, but whenever a girl sees Henry, they have one face, and it's disgust. Well, I don't understand why I'm so cute and small. <laughs> mm-hmm. You are mm-hmm. cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I do when I terrified. see a girl. Okay, <laughs> I see a girl like, oh, hey, you got big bags of fat on your chest. Let me suck them. Let me suck them. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do in the train. No, no, I've seen you do Gotta it. Gotta get I, a seat yeah. on the train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It tends to uh, get everybody off of the train. I just find it very... So th- So this is where we're happening. So, so apart, when, when this satanic, like, panic again... Satanic panic! When that was going on in America... It was also the same time that there 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 was the recovery period after MK Ultra had ended. Oh, so it's like if you really look at it in the ni- late 1970s when this stuff started happening was when MK Ultra was shut down officially, secretly. So the hangover from that, like from the psychic driving that was inv- made in Canada, like and and the fact that they used mixed symbols. So like, what's her name? Colleen O'Brien. When Colleen O'Brien was talking about when she was raped by the government, like she was taken by the government, and she said that she was there with you know Gerald Ford, uh, you know was the uh, George Strait, another another country singer was there. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all there raping her. Yeah, and. It's because they they put this imagery in her mind. So who's to say these people who said that they were part of childhood like programs or make satanic super soldiers? What if they were being used by the government? Yeah, and this and is that where they were, and that, that's where the the physical torture got turned into psychosexual torture by auto suggestion. In okay, order to so create goes, fear. So, so 1939, Hitler had, what was that called? Liebensborn. Liebensborn. The Liebers. And then we which had MKUltra totally in 1950. Which is totally real. And then in 1970s, we started with the satanic ritual abuse. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so it's like it just turned into one thing and the next thing. So sure. it's like it's 
something is going on. Whatever the fuck it is, I mean, it's got nothing to do with Satan because Satan doesn't want to hurt people. He doesn't believe in rape. No. Or he believes in protecting each other's territory. Well, then you how do you explain the burning in Jenny Hill's rectum? Well, she sat on a coal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know why she sleeps in a fire. I don't know what fire. she's doing. She sat yeah. on an electric toothbrush. Ah, uh, yeah. That'll, that will uh, increase some burning, burning in your in my rectum. rectum. Yeah. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do, and the memories keep cycling, and I get emotional, and we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy, and that is not sad. That is celebratory, so you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest and... I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out 
how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Well, MKUltra plays into disassociation theory, which yes. plays big, really big into the satanic ritual abuse cases. What disassociation theory is, uh, is that it's something that, it's Freudian. It's something that Freud came up with, uh, whereby someone's current mental state can be traced to a memory from childhood that was so terrible and, uh, so, terrible and so awful that the person blacked it out completely yes and so, the repressed memory idea exactly repressed memory like that fat uh, camp henry can't remember what the fat camp <laughs> no, no 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 come back come back come back come back forgotten again all right yeah uh, and so it was something. Just to shove a crayon up his nose. <laughs> the old Simpsons approach. Uh, it was the dumbest. I mean, it's it's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it doesn't work. It's not real. I, I don't think that the repressed well, memory thing. Even I don't if it think is it's real, real, it's so easily manipulated by people, as we said before. Exactly. These people are looking for money. Yeah. You know, so it's like these therapists are desperate for money because our government just can't give doctors money to run clinics yeah. because they need some sort of fucking political reason. So it's like in order to do that, you create the incentive for people to lie in order to create security for themselves. Exactly. What that what these therapists would do, what Freud did himself is that he started thinking that women were like hysteria and all that women with hysteria. He started thinking, OK, it's because of these uh, past memories. So he would badger these women for eight, nine hours a day. He told a colleague that he was, quote, almost hoarse from pressuring them, but he mm-hmm. completely gave up on it because the stories start, the more he would pressure them, the more bizarre the stories would be. It's like being tortured in Iraq. It's like what was going mm-hmm. on with these people. If you push them hard and hard enough, they're, they're going to say whatever it is right. that, that you want to hear. It's like Google back to in Google. Germany's days. Exactly. You know, it's like what he was doing. Yeah. You know, just being like, I'll suck your dick. You know what I mean? Like, didn't <laughs> well, get anything to stop them. Yeah. yeah like, to, like, but it's, it's very interesting when it comes to, like, the satanic idea, just people were just looking for a symbol to latch onto, and I think the government also knows this, and this is why like people who research UFOs are constantly ridiculed. And mm-hmm. this idea is like, well, we we are, we are using them to train them as spies, yeah, like we are. But in order to make sure nobody ever fucking believes them, we'll have her fucking corporal dress up. In a fucking black cloak and like put a thing like literally we'll have yeah. him dress up and go in and like and administer the like the LSD to this to this little girl right. in order to fraction their personality and that she'll think she saw this crazy shit. Yeah. And then afterwards she'll be like, I was tortured by Satanists and I'll be like, you're a moron. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's not true. Well, and then you also then the, the Satanist thing also fires up the most ignorant portion of. Of the of the country, yeah, like the whole country, it's like it was like, ah, goddamn, I you I knew it was the devil, you know, like, mm-hmm. and so you then have the most the dumbest part of America are the ones that are most against it, so it's like or believe in it, mm-hmm. so it's just like only dumb people believe in it, and she's crazy for saying it, so we can do whatever we want, yeah, and here's here's the th- the first 
The first case in which satanic ritual abuse really came to the forefront in America was the McMartin preschool case. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, in fact, nobody was ever, uh, in fact, I mean, it's different from other satanic ritual abuse cases that came after it because most of the time afterwards they resulted in convictions. McMartin de- didn't have any convictions whatsoever, but it started with a woman called Judy Johnson. Oh, mentally, right. Always. Mentally ill Bible beater. Okay. Yeah. So she... Uh, became obsessed in 1984, became obsessed with her son's anus. She mm. loved the anus. Something mm-hmm. with the anus. I can see that. I, I can see that, though. You know? Because yeah. sometimes yeah. when I see a little kid running around, I'm just like, oh, I want to see it. I do feel like that's one place <laughs> yes. where Satanists and religious zealots can really get along their love of the anus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. always seem to be talking about it, touching it on it, putting burning in inside of it. <laughs> There's a burning <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so this woman started fu- ex- inspecting her son's anus daily, every day. Uh-huh. Uh, and on the morning of August 11th, <laughs> What Judy, was she looking for? Uh, signs of abuse. For it to, la- to wink at her. By, <laughs> well, but it is, it is the abuse. Yeah. Like her looking abuse. at, like a mirror uh. would have been the sign of the abuse because you're looking in your boy's anus. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she examined Matthew before he left for the McMartin preschool and he looked normal. But when he returned home that afternoon. It was shaped like Abraham Lincoln's head. <laughs> Isn't that insane? <laughs> All hairy and things. It was red. It was red again. Uh, but this kid had also been having diarrhea. And from what people say, he had chronic problems with hygiene. I mean, uh, buttholes yeah. are red. Aren't yeah. they red? I don't know. I think they're red. I don't like buttholes. All right. Yeah. So what did Judy it's, figure out? And so uh, Judy started looking more and b- started becoming obsessed. She like leave tape on it like they did like what they do in hotel room doors when yeah, you go yeah, on yeah, like yeah. high school field trips. Yeah. <laughs> so she started now, if becoming. This string is broken. When you come back, I'm gonna know some satanic ritual abuse is going on. <laughs> well, she started becoming obsessed with the employees at McMartin Preschool because she thought for some reason like she was high. Like, and later on, she was completely discouraged. Credited uh, because um, people hey, found a, that she was mentally, like clinically ill. But yeah. by the time they found that out, the ball was already rolling on everything. Oh, yeah. So she went with this guy, this poor, poor motherfucker. His name is Ray Bucky. And Ray Bucky doesn't sound like a <laughs> yeah. guy who's going to have all the money. <laughs> That's too bad. No, Ray Bucky had no money. And mm. he was a beach bum. He was just some surfer dude because McMartin happened in California. He was just some beach bum surfer dude. Uh, and he liked to wear baggy shorts a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Of course. Why not? Naturally. Also didn't like to wear underwear. See, sure. this is the thing, though, is you worked at a daycare, right? Yeah, he worked this at the daycare. This is the problem is that you need to, you must wear underwear <laughs> yep. at the daycare. Well, you can't go out there looking like John Hamm. Have you guys seen John Hamm's penis it's for Mad Men? It's pretty ridiculous. This is not page seven. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm you should saying. listen to it, though. It's a very entertaining podcast. It's very massive entertaining. penis. Uh, so one day, one of his balls fell out. Yeah. Fell out. <laughs> how, how does that happen? He crossed his legs, and one of his balls fell out underneath. In the classroom. In the classroom. Okay. And one of the little kids went up and touched it. Ah, uh, which uh, is what well, you that's do the thing, as a though, kid. At the same yeah. time, especially when you got little googly eyes glued <laughs> yeah. to either side of it. You have no idea. I mean, if a you're funny a funny nose drawn on it. Yeah. Right. You're, you're a kid. You have no idea what balls are. You've never really seen a hairy uh, hanging sack before. If you do see that, I mean, it's your first instinct yeah. to go grab it, punch it a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so Judy, along with her Bible thumping and her mental illness, and now with this new testicle allegation, 
Uh, she started pumping her son for information constantly, mm-hmm. constantly yeah. asking of him course, questions. Being like, what are they doing? And what she, are they doing? Yeah, here? what are they doing? What are they doing? I mean, hours and hours a day, and she wouldn't leave the kid alone mm-hmm. until he gave her some information. Of course, and again, then once, it's the same exact. It's like if you keep pressuring for information, you're going to get exactly what you're looking for, which is what they want. Everybody wants their biggest fears confirmed. <laughs> oh yeah, because when you have your when you're a moron and you get your biggest fears confirmed, it's like again, it's like you want. Of desperately believe that there's something else going on with your kid right. mm-hmm. because God God knows your kid just can't just like go to day camp. You can't. I mean, honestly, your kid can't just touch a sack of balls and be fine. Well, what happened? <laughs> because you honestly, you right. could be. You, you know, know, I did you a weird shit. You, you know, just like I was pushed down in my locker room in mm-hmm. in day camp. I was pushed down. They took off my towel. Right. Right. And everyone uh. all sat around. And they all laughed at how tiny my penis was. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I'm nine. Right. You know. It would have been bizarre. fine today. All right, we're gonna. Yeah, do- no, you're totally normal. <laughs> it would have been bizarre if you had a large penis. Imagine uh, if I had a big honking dick, and yeah. it would be like, "Man, you're great, Henry." They would have made fun of you for that as well. No, I mean either way, they call me Spaghetti Pants. <laughs> spaghetti Pants. Why is that? Long, thin. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Rotini pants. Just to give all you people out there some an idea of how this questioning went, I have a transcript. From one of the McMartin, uh, from one of the McMartin interviews with the child, this is between a police officer and a child. I'm going to be playing the role of the police officer, mm-hmm. and Henry is going to be playing the role of the child. We'll edit. We'll edit this. No, out. I, I mean I will say though that this is uh, going back to a more current event. I just watched the interview with the prosecutor for that uh, Amanda Knox situation, and that's exactly what he did. There was tons of evidence that said she didn't do it, and uh, he found the few evidence that uh, that made it look like her. So people do this all the time. Oh yeah, all the time. That. All right, here we go. Did she put the fork in your butt? Yes or no? Leading question. I don't know. I forgot. I don't know. Oh, come on. If you just answer that, you can go. I hate you. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You Mm. love me and I can tell. Is that all she did to you? What did she do to your hiney? What did she do to your hiney? Then you can go. That's adult number two, by the way. Mm. I forgot. Tell me what Kelly did to your hiney, and then you can go. If you tell me what she did to your hiney, we'll let you go. No. Please. Weird kidnappers. Okay, okay, okay. Tell me now. What did Kelly do to your hiney? I'll try to remember. What did she put in your hiney? The fork. That's real. Yeah, that's that 100% was how they real. did it. Yeah, that's yeah, actually that's, a lot like the Amanda. That's Max how they did it, and then it situation. went from there, from just putting forks in the heinies to other allegations such uh, as this. This is just some of the things. Can that... we just explain to me, maybe, how do you stick a fork in a heinie? <laughs> is, is the pointy end or the, no? The I mean, either end. end that you want. You just go. No one put. No one did it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But why, okay, but do we have any indication of why they thought a fork was in the heinie? It's a, these things just keep building one upon another. Like here's some of the allegations. Here's some of the things that. Uh, Judy Johnson said her son Matthew told her Matthew feels that he left LA International in an airplane and flew to Palm Springs that's a big thing kids being flown in airplanes and boats and by the way they've flown in airplanes during the time they're at the daycare so like six hours yeah I mean yeah, I wish that said. was my daycare that, would, that mm-hmm. sounds amazing Matthew I mean, went to the armory the, the goat man was there it was a ritual type atmosphere at the church Peggy Peggy was uh, one of the other McMartin defendants. Drilled a child under the arms, armpits. Atmosphere was that of magic arts. Ray, the ball man, flew in the air. Peggy, Babs, and Betty were all dressed as witches. The person who buried Matthew is Miss Betty. A lot of kids talked about being buried alive. Yeah. Uh, Babs went in with, with him on a train with an older girl where he was hurt by men in suits. 
Peggy gave Matthew an enema. Staples were put in Matthew's ears, his nipples, and his tongue. Babs put scissors yeah, in his eyes. You know rock. what, though, is it also sounds very much like people's like uh, remembering uh, alien abductions as well. It's the same feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, she chopped up animals. Matthew was hurt by a lion. An elephant played. A goat climbed up higher and higher and higher. Then a bad man threw it down the stairs. Lots of candles were there. They were all black. Ray pricked his right pointer finger, put it in the goat's anus. Old grandma played the piano. <laughs> I love it when she was, oh, my honey, I love my baby, I love my girl. A baby's head was chopped off and the brains were burned. Yeah. Right. Peggy had a scissors in the church and she cut Matthew's hair. Matthew had to drink the baby's blood. And Ray ha- wanted Matthew's spit. This happened from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m.? <laughs> Is that the hours of all this? Yes, absolutely. Wow. And, Busy. And on and, and all these cases, never a single shred of actual evidence. So you, well, my all... big thing is that they're dealing with kids. You know, it's yeah, like it's, right. it's, you're dealing with kids. You're, you're, the kids have fragile, fragile like imaginations as it is. It's mm-hmm. like you you could do you could say anything to a kid; they'll agree with you. Yeah, you don't I, believe me? I always tell kids, "I'm president. I'm the president." <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and a lot of like... kids were normal before the interviews, like because when what as more kids started uh, coming forward, parents started getting scared and they started asking their children these questions, and the children would be like, "No, nothing, nothing happened. Everything's right. fine." But they. They're just denying them. stuff. Yeah, they think they're just denying them because this is no shit. Here was the rule. This was the rule that all of these investigators had at this time is that if they said, say nothing happened, then something happened. Nothing happened. It's very Salem witch trial. Yeah, very Absolutely. much so. Well, then it's the same thing. Well, well, then we have there. There is some proof, though, of all this. Like, while this sounds ridiculous, um, if we really look at um, there's some there's some people people out there that are still brave enough to fight for the truth. Um, sure. And one of them. Is a personal hero of mine and us here at Last Podcast on the Left. Well, is I mean, don't. Well, all of us here. Yeah, I don't speak, speak for me. all of us. Speak, speak for Joseph everybody Stalin in the podcast. Or like Mangala, I'll be like, um, no, not really. <laughs> Rust is dar. ShatterTheDarkness.net. Oh, sure. right. He's been out there on the fucking front lines fighting the Satanists for a long time. And according to Rust is dar, now this is the truth. He's been working uh, as a. He worked as a chaplain for the Akron, Ohio uh, uh, police, uh, whatever the bureau for a, for a long period of time. Where his job was to go and identify satanic like markers of satanic crimes. That mm. was his. That was his job. So he'd go in and he's like, "You'd be surprised. A lot of these guys don't even know what a pentagram looks like. They don't know what a satanic wheel of justice looks like. Sure. You know all this <laughs> stuff that he's like. He's got the, all the symbols on lockdown that are all really. If you go to his website, website shatterthedarkness.net and buy his new book, the Black Awakening. Shatterthedarkness.net. Unreadable. Unreadable website. (laughs) Can we read some of the press release from his new book, The Black Awakening? Sure. Okay, The Black Awakening is a term told to me by a highly trained military psy warrior. Mm. It is about the plot to bring massive chaos to the USA and other nations. It is all about breaking down society and unleashing a new order, thus globalism, at shatter the at www.shatterthedarkness.net, you can hear about and click the links to gain deeper insight into this international and global Go down to agenda. the reader's quotes. Reader's quotes. Okay. How the government lets this guy get okay. away with it. Reader, a review from a reader. This book is awesome. I'm already on chapter 18. 
When I was waiting for the book to come out and going through the course, I was was thinking that is all would be almost a repeat of information. I must say this book was a thousand times beyond my expectations. And the yeah. funny thing is that's actually Russ Dizdar posing as a oh, fan. Oh, absolutely. Because I don't remember because we featured him on the Demon Hunters episode as well. He right. writes his own bio he and switches between like Russ Dizdar like to like I have been a, I have been a fighter for the Angels' power for a, as long as I can remember, but. Russ Dizdar was a rock and roller from the 1960s, you know, performing yeah. in all sort of golden age Buddhism and Satanism. He's got and some multiple he personalities. He is a fucking meathead. But he is. He is. <laughs> he's he's got he a was on He was on Coast to Coast, filling, really just getting to it with uh, George Norrie. And, and, and he said that, yes, what I'm about to say, the numbers that he was about to say, and he said this, the numbers that I'm about to say mm. are, they may seem crazy to you. Mm-hmm. He's like, but the amount of cases that I hear a year about about trying to break people out of their satanic training. Sure. We're looking at close to 10.5 million victims <laughs> of satanic mm-hmm. training a year, which means if he's like, and you look at it, so 10.5 million victims, that means we're looking at at least 60 to 70 million, million. activated yeah. satanic cult members in America trying to bring about the Black Awakening. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking, he, he does make a distinction between like, Anton LaVeyism, like Satanism. And he's like, and he understands, he's like, yes, you know, he doesn't agree with it because everybody has boners all over the place. Sure. And he can't deal with that. But he does say there's an ancient form of Satanism which was tied to the original, and this is also true, the original reptilian group that approached the Nazis about creating a super race back in the 1930s, the Black Flame, which is the, you know, what Aleister Crowley served. Since the beginning of time, the Black Flame has been the the symbol of old Satan. And that goes back to the poem from the beginning or the Mm -hmm. chant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so he, uh, he's been fighting against these satanic powers for a long time. And what he says... Is that when he was originally made chaplain for the Akron, Ohio police, which is like he <laughs> blesses them before they go out. Yeah. He said he's experiences a lot. Now, a lot of the things he talks about is multiples. You meet these people that are there. It's multiples, runners, assassins, all the names of these like various people, which is, again, very similar to the MK Ultra training program. But the children, also known as chosen ones, mm-hmm. the children that are chosen, bred for this this uh, standing in satanic cults. Um, he was there. Uh, he, so so far, I've got Akron, Ohio, uh, the chosen one. Are we talking about LeBron James? <laughs> no! no. Okay. All right. I'm just saying he is a super. He is a super creature. He's well, a know super if, beast. You know if he's it, the most athletic human physical. being that's ever existed. From yeah. Akron, he. Uh, I mean, it's possible. If he got I, a call on a phone and didn't speak it and just ran out the door, you know that he. Is if a, I ever he's interview, yeah, assassin. yeah. And also, I'd say if this has its roots in Liebensborn mm-hmm. with the Nazis, I'm not sure a Schwarzer <laughs> would be making it into the program. Whoa, 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 I don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know. Times have changed, though. Yeah, Times have changed. Is that a racial slur? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Definitely. I actually definitely. never heard it before. Um, it means black in German. It does. Oh, I see. Okay. It's very yes, bad. It it's a bad term. <laughs> it's a bad term. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.
But the the idea goes to he says that he was uh, he was with a police officer. They were driving like he got he got just got done being like doing his orientation with the Akron police. He's in the car driving like normal, and all of a sudden the police captain turns to him. We said with with all the light gone from his eyes, like a robot, mm-hmm. and he goes to him and says, uh, "We know why you're here. Do you know why you're here?" And he's like, "Why am I here?" She's like, we want to see how much you know, Russ Dizdar, <laughs> so we know that how we can destroy you. Like, yeah. like all Whoa. of this, like random garbage. Yeah, all this stuff. And he said that he had the the personality broke down. And what they do is is that they do these prayer circles. When someone's snapping into a multiple personality, mm-hmm. they surround him in 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 a, in a group and they pray on him mm-hmm. until mm. they don't feel bad anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so they said he experienced it a bunch of times. A friend of his who was a, a police officer, his wife, five foot one. It said that she. Was was a part of this satanic program. She it took five men to mm-hmm. wrestle her to the ground because once she got the trigger call, because it literally he said that's what he says is that there's a phone call on a landline. She picks it up, drops a phone, and says like, Aah! it's like this horrible yeah. beast. Oh, so mm. someone they have like trigger words. Yes, like and if someone's the, like. Cheese balls. Yeah, and they're like, ah! <laughs> they can, I can, I can. They just say that right. every single, and that's how they know. That's why he is absolutely certain that it's all connected back to Nazi Germany because <laughs> every one of these these multiples, as he says, has some sort of German multiple. Ah. And so a lot of people break out into German, mm-hmm. uh, screaming in German. And I mean, that's frightening enough. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You never want to hear screaming in German. But basically, it's, it's this sort of muddled idea that they not only they're they're Nazis but they're Satanists and they are working for the government but they're also working against the government. So, so what year well, are we there talking is, about? There is also This is recent. Yeah. Okay, so Dizdar we're talking like nineteen nineties no, or Dizdar is like fucking operating today. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so is it still considered because we had uh, what was it, Lisa Born, MK Ultra, uh, Satanic Ritual <laughs> Abuse. What is it now? It's still, it's, it's, it's SRA. Oh, yeah. we're still there now. I mean, the 22 personalities, I mean, that's recent. Yeah, that's pretty recent. Yeah, yeah, like 2005 really recent. or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and uh, the FBI, if you're talking about both places, the FBI in the 1980s, let me see here, I think it was 1985 in Quantico, they had a conference about satanic ritual abuse, and they said that they got a hold of some minutes from an international Satanist convention held in Mexico, and the participants formulated a master Man, that plan. Must have been fun. Oh, had to have been. Mostly God. complaining about the bad buffet food. I, see. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my antenna. I expected meat. The participants formulated a master plan to conquer the world by infiltrating daycare centers and corrupting America's preschoolers. Now, the thing is about the minutes is that nobody actually saw any original copies of these. It was just some dude who was really behind this whole satanic ritual abuse. They used like, oh, no, 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 it was there. It was there. Yeah, yeah, I found them. I don't have to show you. But they also said- I just said, feel like they me said, as a temp, is there, it's, like the sa- it's like the same working, working level. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. when I was a temp- and I used to just like they would give me like financial records to like do or like you mm-hmm. know expense things out. I just throw everything out and say I did it. <laughs> That's a good you idea. Know? And so God knows the hundreds of thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars I flushed on the toilet. Wow! Just because they believe you. Yeah, you know? that's what I did when I, when I had to work as a bouncer in a bar back. They'd be like, "Go hand out some flyers," and I'd just walk around throw, throw those the away garbage immediately. Can. Yeah. And they also said in Quantico that among the Satanists, once every 28 years, a human is sacrificed to the devil. 
Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and here's what when the was F- the last human sacrifice? Do we know? Is it coming up soon, the other one? I don't know. But the FBI conference also taught its participants questions to ask children in ritual abuse cases, and it instructed prosecutors in what was virtually a tenet of the economical cutthroat Reaganite 1980s, that people who lacked high-powered jobs and large salaries were failures and even morally defective. This was a message conveyed as it informed readers that while Satanist men and women generally were intelligent, they were also, quote, working class underachievers whose interest in the occult reflected their mediocre lifestyles, which included the fact that they worked for minimum wage caring for other people's children. Do you hear that? The FBI thinks we lead mediocre lifestyles. (laughs) Well, we don't really care for other people's kids. God damn it. I had three tacos today. (laughs) I saw you You eat every one of them. Yeah. The room still smells like your tacos. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, I think... uh, Oh, and another thing, the McMartin kids... This is just a fun little fact. The McMartin kids, uh, they were all being, of course, lavished with praise the entire time. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were rewarded with visits from Mr. T and the cast of Punky Brewster. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. That is true. Mr. T came... What about fucking Elf? You didn't get Elf there? (laughs) No. Elf, uh, very, very expensive to get Elf. He's a raging alcoholic. And then once Mr. T and Punky Brewster were coming, there were all these other kids that were like, No! Was raped. I was raped too, and the parents were like, "Yeah, fuck you. You were raped. You're just you're just saying you're raped because you want to meet Mr. T. I so, want to meet Mr. T. Yeah, I've yeah. been raped. <laughs> so if you were like really sexually abused in the '60s and '70s, and then all these kids in the '80s were like, "I was sexually abused." It's sort of like being a nerd in the '80s and '90s, and now in the 2000s, everyone's a nerd. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like everybody. That's cool. what we're just talking about too. It's just like, oh yeah, you like comic books and stuff. It's like, yeah, comics are great. Oh, is it getting yeah. you a lot of pussy? Yeah, it used to not get me any any pussy. pussy. Like, People I was sad used to alone. specifically not speak to me because of the things. I like that makes you a nerd. Oh, you were diddled, and now Mr. Like, T is hanging out with you. Yeah, when I was diddled, I was crying. I was crying, <laughs> and, and I was, I was left alone. alone. Yeah, exactly. It let me permanently with like a wedge between me and people. Yeah, it's very very sad. But you have all the friends, so hey, <laughs> we have this similar experience. So if uh, the Chris Hardwick. <laughs> yeah, Chris Harding. Uh So if you were uh, in the McMartin school and you were a pedophile, I guess that would be a good. Time oh my to God! Be it's it, like hiding right? plain sight. Right. Yeah, all of those. And there are do- and there were dozens of cases. And about I mean, McMartin- I'm sure that, I mean there are sexual uh you know misconduct happens all the time in these schools. Well, so there had my, to be one kid that was actually being sexually abused. Well, from what my Something research told on. me, from what my research told me uh, is that a lot of like I watched a uh, video, the pro- Christian propaganda video put out in 1994 uh in which a guy said, you know, his proof for satanic ritual abuse like we have hard evidence that right. these things happen and his proof was just the convictions. Yeah. So he had no hard evidence so whatsoever. Con- and what from what and I was looking at the cases that he kept bringing up cuz he brought up at least 10 or like about 10 cases throughout all of his spiel and what it looked like some of these were not all but it looked like some of them were just your run of the mill molestation cases mm-hmm. and because of what was going on at the time people were just tacking on the satanic thing to the end of it in order like, to get well, them to, to to like for people to pay attention to the actual real cases exactly and it's mm-hmm. just people assumed that if you were molesting kids in the 1980s you were also a satanist yeah I'm telling you, I, I hate to bring it up, but it's very similar to that prosecutor in the Amanda Knox case. Yeah, he thinks, he, they attached the Satanism thing with her too, and they thought it was really. This big, yeah, they did. They thought it was this big like sexual thing, and they were using like blood to cut with knives and all this shit. He made all of this. It just makes it just makes the press pay attention. Exactly. To it. yeah. So it's uh, that is interesting. I 
I also, this is, I'm in a little floofy do here, oh. right? But I also believe there's been recent studies that show this, and, th- and this is this is true, is that they're they're starting to believe. Well, where it came from was these sort of rejected studies from Operation Stargate, which was the remote viewing program that the government put up in order to teach our spies how to possibly psychically look at Russian spies' brains using like various like techniques. He's uh, thinking of vodka. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> but this this idea that they're they're starting to believe that long term memory is not housed physically in our brain that it's accessed in a sort of cloud around us and mm-hmm. that 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 it's literally what we've always what Carl Jung and other people have described as the collective unconsciousness, right? Is, Which I'm a believer in. I, I am too yeah. because I think it's real. I think that it's like an actual thing. It's like it's not like some concept. It's not a spiritual concept. It's a physical concept. Your brain stores information in the in the air around your head. And I think that what happened with MK Ultra is so real and it's it's very real and it was it was so horrible that I think that it stuck in the collective of unconscious. Huh. And I think that kids who are more receptive to any all sorts of psychic phenomena, including like telekinesis, um, like v- uh, ghost visuals, uh, alien abduction stories, mm-hmm. I think that kids can link up to it as well. So that's why I think they know the more arcane, weird, like the, the, when they when they really like it sounds like they've been abused because yeah. it's like the, it's like they know it instinctually. Yeah. And I think that there's something to it. I think that there there is something to how the government fucked with an entire generation's heads and how that it reverberates. Yeah. And like it makes other people it affects other people. Do you think, feel like kids just feel like they've been molested if they haven't been molested now? Maybe. Yikes. I don't. I was so lonely for so long as a child. It would have been nice if you could have popped into that iCloud. Somebody like really wants you for something. I mean, mm. what, the more that I read about this uh, this entire chapter in human history, I really don't think people know how damaging the 1980s satanic panic was to this country yeah. as a whole in so many different ways. Like, it's made me yeah. terrified of... Like, my fellow Americans well, in a way that I've out. never been before. It plays itself out into real-world situations like the Ar- what was it? The Arkansas Three, those three boys no, West, who were— West Memphis. The, the West Memphis yeah. Three, yeah, those that was the three boys thing. who loved metal music and drawing pentagrams and having lit candles and doing ceremonies because that's yeah. an amazingly fun thing to do. We used to do it in high school all the time. And oh, yeah, because it's awesome. Yeah, and they, help, and they help you talk to girls. Oh, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. sort of. You know. I would talk to girls doing, like, like ghost shit. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, they loved it. They loved you. Yeah, Everybody yeah. loves it. Yeah, and the so West Memphis could... Three just now released. Yeah, right. it's I mean, they ridiculous. Were in it, and it was all because of they fucking you never hang out with. The, we said it before. You never hang out with the retard. He's I'm always just... going to get you in trouble. Problem, yeah, absolutely, problem. especially when you ask him for when you want when you're looking for a confession. Yeah, they'll do anything. They love to be agreeable. They do. <laughs> and you know what? That really that is true. And that's why uh, the kids were such reliable. Like that's why they were. Uh, so forthcoming with this shit because it's due to a couple of different things. It's due to uh, what's called social desirability and secondary gain. Is that social desirability? Mm-hmm. These kids want to be loved. They want to be a part of something. So they'll tell these adults whatever they want to hear. And the secondary gain, fucking Mr. T. Oh Absolutely. yeah, Not fucking oh. Mr. T. But you know, you get to meet yeah, Mr. Yeah, T. Yeah, the A team. Yeah, Punky Brewster's there. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. I would say a whole bunch of different things that I didn't think. You ever see her Playboy t- spread? No. Yeah. It yeah. Was it's sweet. good. It and really exists. Some, yeah, yeah. 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 So Lay's Moonfry. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
And there was and what the the what this I would actually do to these kids is that it would be this like cause and effect type thing where the kids would be fine, they would start to put all this awful shit into their heads, and then uh, one of them became obsessed with death, funerals, and cemeteries, and began playing games in which she was pregnant, and Ray Bucky would slaughter her babies. Like she would be pregnant, give birth, and then Ray Bucky would kill it. Another one had dreams about just, guns, yeah. knives, skeletons, and dismembered bodies. He stopped sleeping in his bed and would only sleep in a cardboard box. And mm. another one was racked with fear that the devil lived in a jar in his house and was trying to control him. All of these kids were fine before all of this shit. All of the questions started coming up. Oh, yeah, out. and then, and then they once, filled their heads with this garbage. And they, yeah, and then they filled yeah. their heads with the garbage. And then the parents see this behavior as proof that they were abused in the first place. Right, But right, there right. was mass ritualized, there was mass ritualized torture in other parts of it, it did happen. So it did happen. Where so it's that, like, with the MK Ultra? Oh, MK with the MK Ultra. Ultra. Like, yeah, with MK Ultra. Happen. Yes, it did happen. So but it's like not in preschools, unless you really do believe that they started when they were little kids, and the Lebensborn program is still going on, and I'm, that MK Ultra is still going on, and we got the Aurora Killer is is doing the same shit, and Sandy Hook, <laughs> he's doing it too. Also, they could take our guns away, and the NWO can happen, and then Obama, the reptilian, <laughs> satanic overlord. Right, right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, no, right, that's Marcus. I, that's a good, good rant there at the end. I'm just, I just think, you know, let's just, facts are facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Hail Satan. Eat some popcorn. Is that <laughs> a, uh, what's another, what's yeah. another Eat one? some popcorn. Oh, that's fine. That's a fine one. Hail Gein. Hail, hail Satan. All right. Hail yourselves, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix.